Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Jess Phillips. Welcome to your Sincerely Letterbox. I like to keep a special box filled with my favorite letters from the people I love. I treasure the letters that inspired me and made me smile the most. And while making this podcast, I've heard so many special letters that I would add to the Yours Sincerely letterbox. So I'm going to start sharing them with you. Now, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm reliably informed that having grandchildren can be one of life's greatest joys. You've got all that boring parenting out of the way and you can just shove fibres in their pockets and tell them they're marvellous. In my conversation with Paralympian Sophie Carrigill, We spoke about the unique connection we have with our grandparents and she told me how playing a game of Scrabble with her granddad by her hospital bedside meant the world to her. When you're younger, your grandparents are a bit annoying like they were to me. I thought, oh, can't be bothered to go see them. Like, it's effort, we've got to spend time with them. Always felt like a long journey, didn't it, to see them, even though mine lived less than four (laughs) miles away. (laughs) And it's like you always felt your parents were, like, making you do it and... But yeah, I think as I, yeah, exactly. And as I got older, I just realised the value in in them and like the wisdom, and just that bond that you have with with those those people as grandparents, you know. But I think my granddad especially, um, he literally just like the greatest role model I think I could have ever had in my life. Um, the way that he worked um he ran businesses he was a he was a um a bookie so he had like betting officers from scratch started classic yeah, granddad I mean, job that he is he started yeah. because he was spending so much money at the bookies so it was like right well i need to turn <laughs> this around and i need to start the house always wins so exactly. he, he wanted to become the house exactly. clever man so you know he, he was just doing that and um, you know, he'd leave the house at 6am every morning, get to work, he'd work for a bit and he'd come back home and have breakfast with my grandma. Just like, they just had such an amazing relationship as well. I don't know if they were madly in love with each other, I don't think they were, but they had this bond that was like unbreakable and something that... Oh, you know, madly in love is overrated, yeah, let me tell no, you. No, I mean, for sure. Unbreakable bonds and partnership is where it's yeah, at. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And that just, for me, they absolutely, that was what I visioned, what I saw through them. And um, my granddad was also very sporty. So I, I think, you know, from my career and what I, I'm getting up to now, it's he's definitely had a, a big influence in that. You know, we'd go around and the sport would always be on. He'd be in one room watching sport. Grandma would be in the other room watching, like... I don't know what it was, some crime drama or something, you know. So I'd like have a bit of sport and then I'd go watch some sort of crime scene. Yeah, right. exactly. With her. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that connection that we had over sport was, um, you know, was I guess really powerful for me. Yeah, he was a, just a massive influence in my life. What was his name? He was called George. George, yeah. good classic granddad name. Yeah. Uh, and um, when did he die? 
died a couple of years ago now. Um, I'm rubbish with dates and all that. Did he see you? Did he see you like you know become? A... He did. Yeah, he did. Um, he knew that was yeah that was my path, and I was um, yeah that he'd been through my accident obviously with me, and um, I remember yeah. he always used to he'd literally come to the hospital every day at three o'clock when visiting time started, and he'd probably mm. stay no longer than fifteen minutes. We'd have a game of Scrabble together, Scrabble on the <laughs> iPad, bearing in mind. So I taught him how to use an <laughs> iPad um, to do Scrabble on the iPad, and then he'd go. And he just wanted to see me every day to make sure that I was okay. He just needed to like look me in the eye and be like, okay, all right, I can go now. And it was like that connection that that you have. That's that, lovely. Yeah, that you know someone's always there. Um, was he good at Scrabble? Um, no, not particularly. Neither was I, though, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, see, our, 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 my my mum died uh, when I was your age, in fact, when I was 29. And um, I've think of her fondly however she was so good at scrabble <laughs> that the memory of playing scrabble with her is not a happy one she used to use all those stupid little two-letter yeah. words and i would challenge her to put them into a sentence mm. like the word xi yeah, i hate that you can uh, use that yeah yeah it, that's a exactly cop it's, a she, cop it's a total cop out so i would say put it in a sentence and she would say z is a word <laughs> And that was her sentence. And I, I, I so my my memories of playing Scrabble <laughs> with my dearly departed mother are ones of frustration. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but I like it when people aren't that yeah. good and just are like it's much more yeah, fun yeah. when people aren't that it good. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he got to see you thriving after your accident yeah. and becoming a uh, Paralympian and all yeah, that. Yeah, he did, yeah. So, and I'm so glad about that. Like, my um, my mum's mum and dad both died before my accident and I think really it was that that brought me closer to my dad's mum and dad was going yeah. through that trauma as a family together and, you know, just trying to cope and all stick together. So, And it made me just value them like you wouldn't believe, like, you know, I meant, talked about when you're a kid and you just, oh, it's boring going around to see your grandparents. Actually, I would, yeah. every day I'd ring them, I'd see them, you know, I moved away from home when I was 19 to go off to uni and stuff, but whenever I was home, I would... I'm stunned that your parents alive that. <laughs> I know. I would I have mean, still had you tethered to, to me. To be honest, I'm quite a fiercely independent person, so I don't really think they had a choice, to be honest. So. You know, going off to, you know, Rio in Tokyo, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, you wouldn't have happened on my watch, young lady. I'd have been like that, you're not getting on a plane ever again. That's it, that's the end. That's the end. You now live in a cupboard in our house. <laughs> I'm very glad they didn't do that. Cause <laughs> <laughs> but I totally get it. I would definitely be, you know, I'd be thinking the same. Um, but yeah, I'm um, I'm glad that he, yeah, got to see me competing at the highest level. You know, playing sport, doing what I love, and um, yeah, it was special. There were special people in my life. If you want to listen to the rest of my conversation with Sophie, scroll back to the 27th of April, 2023. It's episode 15 of series two. Don't forget to listen, like, follow or subscribe to Yours Sincerely on this app or wherever you get your podcasts. And why not write a letter to your friends telling them about this one? We're also on at Jess Phillips Pod on socials if you'd like to get in touch with the show. Goodbye. <laughs>